Our Old Testament reading for this evening comes to us from the prophet Isaiah, the 55th chapter. Isaiah, as he goes to the people of Israel, is prophesying to them the Lord's judgment. He's reminding them that if they continue to worship false gods, if they go their own way, that the Lord will judge them and bring in foreign enemies to destroy them or take them into exile. But Isaiah also has a lot of promises, promises of deliverance from their their own sin, deliverance from their enemies. And here we hear of such deliverance that the Lord's word continues to fill their hearts and to fill the earth even when it seems like it's not doing anything. Isaiah writes, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty. It shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace, The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For our epistle reading, we hear from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 8. St. Paul, as he reminded us last week, that we, uh, that we trust in our Lord, not in our abilities, because we know that we're going to always fall short, but that we trust in God adopting us, making, his heir, making us his heirs, so that we are part of the family of God and we receive our inheritance in that manner. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I invite you to please rise as we hear from the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. In this portion of Matthew, Jesus tells the parable of the sower and then explains it. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. And great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. 
Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness sown among the, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. And it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be to each and every one of you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Something that you may not know about me, or maybe you've experienced this with me, is that I have a very difficult time with holding anything but just one thing in my mind at a time. If I'm trying to focus on a task... Uh, if, I, if I'm working on a sermon or if I'm, if I'm working on a project at home and somebody comes and talks to me, I might say, uh-huh, 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 but I'm not going to hear it. I've heard the words and the sounds have entered my ears, but they did not enter my brain. I can't quite grasp what is being said when I'm focusing on something else. I can't take in that information. And maybe some of you are better at that than I am. That maybe you can focus on multiple things at once. But I'm sure even if you can do that, even if you can work on something and have somebody talk to you and grasp what they're saying, I'm sure all of you have had that experience where somebody talks to you and you say, uh-huh, 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 and then afterwards they say, so what do you think? And then you have to admit, I really wasn't listening. What was that again? I think we have those moments that we know our ears function because we've heard the sound waves coming out of someone's mouth into our ears. But it's not always possible for us to engage in what that person is saying or what they're trying to get across. At the end of Jesus' parable tonight, the parable of the sower, a rather famous parable, he says this phrase that he says several times in the Gospels, he who has ears, let him hear. Ears to hear. Of course. Obviously, if, you, if you've heard it, you have ears, right? 
But he's not just simply talking about people who might have a physical deformity or, 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 or have a lack of hearing. He's saying for those who are willing to listen, those who are willing to take in the information I just gave, pay attention to it. Do you have ears to hear? Do I have ears to hear? What do you hear in God's house? Your ears hear when you come to worship? Do you hear God's word? Is it sometimes what I want to hear? Maybe you come away feeling like, hey, the Bible says I'm doing pretty good for myself. Maybe it's easy to tune out the bad and accept the good. Maybe there's a voice inside our own heads that sometimes drowns out the law of God and says, I know God has a very particular way of living he has in mind for us, but I know better than he does. This parable that Jesus tells us of the sower is easy to hear, but perhaps more difficult to listen to. He tells this story of a man who goes out to sow some seeds, and, and, and he, he casts it everywhere, right? Some of the seeds end up on a path where crows come and eat it. Some seeds end up where there's rocks, and the soil is not very deep, so they spring up really quick, but... Uh, they don't have much of a root, so they die off. Another place that they go is where weed seeds also are, and so the weeds come up and choke out the plants. And then in another place, the seeds fall on good ground and they produce. And then he explains that this is how the Word of God works. The Word of God goes out into our world, and sometimes it's going to land on some people's hearts. And, 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 and because Satan comes to them and says, you're not able to receive God's love, he comes and takes it away. Or maybe they're, they're, uh, someone receives the word of God and, and they're like that rocky soil and they're so immersed in themselves and what they want for their lives that they hear the word of God and say, hey, that's great, but when their own priorities get in the way or when the own things they want to hear get in the way, it sort of dies off. Or the thorns that grow up on, in the weedy soil is the world that, that, that comes after us and tells us, yeah, you can hear that word of Jesus, but wouldn't you rather live life the way the rest of us are? Wouldn't you rather do what we think you should do? Perhaps what we hear from this parable is, hey, we're the good soil. Hey, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're coming to church, right? We're hearing God's word. It's growing within me. It's producing fruit, and good that it is. You're here. I appreciate that. But we must also pay attention to the warning that Jesus is giving in this parable. He's pointing out that God's word has opponents. There are barriers that are put up for us as Christians, sometimes from ourselves in what we want, 
Sometimes from Satan who points to our sin and says, God would never love a sinner like you. Look at your past. Or the world that overwhelms us. Overwhelms us at all the danger we see out there. All of the things that make us so angry and outraged. We want to just scroll on our phone or we want to watch the news and just get ticked off at all the crazy things that are going out there. And that's what I'm going to spend my time on. Or the world that says, take what you can get right now because when this life is over, it's over. You see, the word of God, as it falls on our hearts, is not without its challenges. Because there are other forces that are seeking to get our attention, who are seeking to take our ears away from us. So that when we come to church, yeah, we hear the pastor's mouth flapping. We hear the sound waves come out of his mouth. And yeah, I can nod along and say the right words. But does it really affect me when I go out into the world? And that's the reality. That's the reality Jesus is pointing to when he says... He who has ears, let him hear. Do we take this stuff seriously? Because the word of God isn't just nice stories. It isn't just interesting history. But it reveals to us a champion who has defeated these seemingly insurmountable foes of the devil the world, and our own sinful nature. That the Lord Jesus Christ, by accepting the pain and the shame of the cross, takes away the power from those other opponents. Because when I say that the the word of God has barriers, the word of God has opponents, I never want to give you the impression that those opponents actually have even a, a, a fraction of the power of the word of God because they don't. But they want you to think they do. They want you to think that they are the ones to follow. And I say they, but sometimes it's me, isn't it? Sometimes it's my own self, it's my own greed. It's my own desire to go the way that I want to go. Or perhaps it's the world and and the various things that the world heaps on us to draw our attention from Christ. Or the devil who wants us to look not to the cross but to our sins. The word of God has taken root in your heart. And not because you are inherently good, not because I'm inherently good, not because we deserve it, but because it was planted by God. It was watered by God through his word and through his sacraments by the very blood of his son, Jesus Christ, has that word been nourished and it has developed a great harvest. And it guards us. It guards us from the powers of Satan, this world, and our own sinful nature. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, let our ears hear. 
Let our ears hear that the word of God is active and alive in our lives here and now. That the word of God defends us from the enemies that would seek to take our lives. That the word of God works mightily in this place and in this world. Because even though it seems like we have enemies, we know we have the champion on our side. The one who has defeated sin, defeated death, and defeated the devil so that we can live with him forever. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.